Deep Shot Podcast, episode 82, Jason Witten. Okay, and Algie Crumpler also, apparently. Apparently, Algie Crumpler was number 82. I didn't know that. I don't think he was. I feel like he was 83. Yeah, that's... He was 83. You're dang right. You're exactly right. He was 83. Yes. Well, Algie Crumpler episode, I mean... Nice. A little spoiler alert for next week. Algie Crumpler. It could be Wes Wilson's <laughs> episode, though. We don't know. Okay, so we can do this as like a... Um, Wait, who who do we say this episode was? Who do we say it was? Jason uh, Witten. Jason, it's the it's the eighty two and a half episode. So it's the Jason Witten and Algie Crumpler episode. Boom, there we go. There we go. Um, big episode. So I guess really, it's been a while since we've done this. I mean, I've I've just been living such a busy life. You know, really having time to podcast. Um, Hell yeah, man. Went to Vegas. Um, and then been sleeping a lot since I got back from Vegas, to be honest. Tell us about Vegas, man. How how was it? How was it? Yeah. Take me behind I mean, the scenes. Take me is to safe for the pod. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it's free rain out here. I mean, we got to, I mean, we got to Vegas first night. Um, you know, so the, the ratio was like, uh, 10 to eight guys to girls. Um, we had this fat van. I mean, you guys saw all my uh, story. I was putting everything on. You saw the van we had, uh, we went to Vegas first night. Um, that Chris had been me five hundred dollars when I got on the plane, so I pulled out the five hundred dollars, uh, put a hundred on black to start, and so then my buddy beside me, who I'm on the trip with, puts a hundred on red on the exact same oh, hand, that's and I was fucked. like, "What? What is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing?" He's like, "Like trying to play it off." Hits double zero. Same he won. This guy. Zero. No way. Yep. Yep. Oh, he did that too. He did, didn't he? Didn't he? He, he threw so, the pops off. And, and then threw another hundred down. Um, I don't even black or red didn't hit. Then I got up, played blackjack for probably <coughs> 15, 20 hands before I was out. Money. Uh, that was the end of the gambling. And then just you know, next three days was riding in a van, um, doing a lot of extracurricular, staying up till six thirty, seven in the morning. Um, hmm. Really, just wearing and tearing my body down, and I felt great. Honestly, didn't sleep a lot. Um, sun, sun was just beaming, dry heat, and then uh, I felt fine until we went to the dispenser. Well, Monday, you know, we had the day off, and so we went and ate Mexican. Was drinking some Margs, and we went out to the dispensary after. I got me a little pen, got me some gummies. Uh, I popped the gummy dude and it like fell asleep for like three or four hours. Um, felt pretty woozy when I woke up. It was like eight o'clock Vegas time. Um, and a bunch of people were going out for the last night and I, I said, I didn't want to go. And then, you know, it got like court, you know, just being like, well, I'm not going to sit here and do nothing. Uh, and then just all of a sudden, like as soon as I stood up to go, my body was just refusing everything like just shaking it or just shake like i was literally sitting in the casino like shirt like arms in my shirt like just freezing cold just having to like wait for like two or three hours on everybody to be done get back Damn, to the that house gummy, that gummy got you like that bro i mean i think if the gummy just woke everything up inside my body that you know had had much water much nutrients you know much sleep yeah. Uh, finally got up to me, and then we had the flight delayed all the way to the next day. Didn't get home till like 2 a.m. Wednesday morning uh, to Georgia. Had to go to work the, the next very next morning, so that was pretty brutal. That um, is brutal. But and then so last week was really just recovery, 
Um, had a nice weekend at the Cookman House and um, made it through. But Vegas was Vegas was awesome. It was, yeah, a lot of little more I think about it. Definitely a lot of things I shouldn't say on the podcast. Um, but I did. Hey, man, I, I I I feel like just air it out, dude. I mean, come on, uh, tell, tell us everything. Tell us all the the nitty gritty. <laughs> Five hundred dollars off off rip. Lost that, and then yeah, I didn't gamble again the whole time. I tried to gamble that last night. But my debit card was, you know, on fraud watch um, after I pulled out the $500. So I had to, you know, just didn't really feel like dealing with all that at the time, being all sick. Well, but anyway, uh, last time we talked on the pod, uh, I'm pretty sure we ha- we hadn't even reached the conference finals yet. Uh, predictions, you know, probably still way off. I'm pretty sure projected the Sixers. Um, yeah, pretty sure projected the Bucks. We did. Um, you know, got the Warriors right. Definitely got them right. Um, and I'm definitely, you know, I'm sure we I'm definitely for sure picked the Suns. Uh, so a lot's happened since. Uh, I wanted the Heat, to, so it's all over. We're going, you know, Warriors-Celtics final starts Thursday. Um, I, I will say I wanted the Heat to win. I'm just, I've been, you know, against the Celtics from the beginning. Um, throwback to the first round when I bet I get the Nets money line all four games, lost all four games. Um, I wanted the Heat to do it. I thought they might be able to do it, but uh, it just seems like Jimmy Butler is the only good player on that team uh, at the end of the stretch, which it, it seemed like everybody on that team was a great player against the Hawks. So just blows my mind there. Um, the Celtics made it. Warriors made it and probably easiest Western Conference Finals, not ever, but I mean it's gotta be top five. I mean, all they had to do was stop Luka Doncic. Um, gotta beat once, made it. So we got the Warrior Celtics and um it's it, it's it's honestly kinda like the Warriors never left. It, I don't know how you guys feel, but it feels like the Warriors, yeah, they they were gone. They would didn't make the finals the last two years. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I mean, but, yes, they they kind of they kind of fell off a little bit. Like you know, they went to not making the playoffs, but still, six finals in the last eight years. Yeah, is, so they didn't make yeah. it the bubble year and last year. Yeah, so it's really like, it it, like that. It needs to be said too, like that bubble year, that was Clay's first injury because Clay was hurt for two straight years, and Steph also was hurt a ton both last year and the year before. So I mean, like they really felt like they were in a rebuild. You know, especially that first year. Was that the first year that Katie was Katie was gone? Katie left Katie? and they missed playoffs for two years. Yeah. 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 But I mean, they got Andrew Wiggins, they got Jordan Poole, and they got uh, uh, what's homeboy that they just drafted? He's Barrett Wiseman. Yeah. I mean, they they pretty much retooled right here, and Clay and Steph somehow are not aging at all. I don't know how that's happening, but. Well, still the 2K, same people, 2K so. ratings they are. I saw Clay Compton's 2K rating today. Can y'all guess what it is? 84. If it's like a 80, 89, 88, it's a, just a shame. It's 83. Oof, man. Him, Draymond, and Andrew Wiggins all have like the same rating. What? Dude, what is up with the, what? Uh, that's ridiculous. So what is like so so I mean let's let's dive a little bit deeper into the stats, okay? And yeah. like is his three point like really really high and everything else is just low, or is just everything kind of across the know. board? I just saw it on Twitter today. Like they were like, let's look at the two K ratings for our finals. Uh, Marcus Smart's a seventy nine overall in two K. Defense player of the year. 
I think that's probably accurate, though, to be honest, like straight up. I'm not a huge big Marcus Smart guy. Like his defense is not good. a big Marcus. He didn't deserve the, the defensive player of the year, not not by a long shot, but whatever. So what y'all what what y'all think about the last shot there at the end? Butler shot? Yeah. Look at the C shot, bro. You make that year in history. Yeah. Like yeah. that. You gotta take Al it. You gotta I take mean, it. look who was in front of him. Al Horford was a fucking monster, bro. You can't, you can't, yeah. you can't. The only thing your is, life is there. they were calling every call for Jimmy to drive to the paint in that game. Like, I, I, I feel pretty good in saying he would have got a foul call and at least got to shoot two free throws. And the Celtics were scared out of their minds at that point because that was a huge run that they were on. Like, if they go up and drain two free throws or whatever he does, you know, if he hits a three, I don't mind the shot though. Cause if he hits a three, they're up by one and I, the heat are probably in the finals. I mean, it is what so, it is. You got to live. I had a lot shot. of money on the heat. So I was all about Ooh. the shot. Celtics minus three and a half. Uh, but I saw a thing and it said, uh, it was a clip of the game the other night, Gene Butler pulling up and take the three with a couple of years ago. Uh, Jimmy Butler, same situation against the 76ers. I mean, with the 76ers against the Raptors, drives in, lays it up, takes the lead by what or ties it up, takes the lead by one, whatever. Next possession, Kawhi oh, Leonard uh, with the yeah, doink, doink, yeah. doink, and said yeah. he learned. So last time he did it, he lost too. So why not take the shot? Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. That's a great. That's all you need to know. Doesn't and matter. He's a great three shooter <laughs> either, but he's not. He, Hey, listen, this dude has already – he scored 80 points in the last two nights. Okay, I'm not going to tell him he's doing anything wrong. And if you watched that game, for those that didn't, I don't know if you did or not, I know me and Jake watched it together. Jimmy, That was Jimmy Butler's game. He completely took over that entire game. Yeah. And he was like – He played every like, minute. Every played minute. That's every just, minute. I don't know if I'm just talking crazy now, like – Level with me here for a little bit because I'm not saying that the legacies compare or anything, but did he not kind of look a little Jordan esque out there? You know, like how he plays and everything is kind of plays he's gritty, like, dude. He is a gritty guy gritty. out there. He just, I mean, going back to round one, he was pissing me off against the Hawks. I mean, Jimmy, about he's just playoff mode. Just play yeah, and his story is awesome. Also, like from where he came from, like all the mm-hmm. way up to this point, you know, like a perennial All NBA player. You know, it's pretty, pretty nuts. So, mm-hmm. I, like I had, like I had the Celtics winning. So obviously, I wanted the Celtics to win. But when he pulled up for that three, I'm not gonna lie, there was a little bit of me that just kind of wanted him to hit it just for the drama of it to see him make it because you know that shit would have erupted. It would have erupted. We would have been talking about Rachel Nichols for a few days. It would have been sick. Like he would have been banging Rachel for sure after that game. Mm-hmm. Um, wonder when's the last time they hooked up? Like realistically, when do you think? Like, right. it, do you think it's been? I was about to say like over under like six months. Do you think it's been? Oh, um, definitely under. Under sitting on that. Definitely under. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she ain't got saying. no responsibilities now. Yeah. yeah true. Uh, but do you not do you not think Jimmy like cuts her off? She, you know, after like no. she's apparently like racist. He's not playoff mode anymore. Yeah, facts. He's not. Um, the so let's get some predictions. Celtics Warriors starts Thursday. Warriors and five. Yeah. 
Yeah. See, see, here's the situation. My brain is telling me Warriors, and it's telling me Warriors and five, Warriors and six. My heart is telling me Celtics and seven. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is telling me that. So I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna stick with the brain. I'm gonna go Warriors and six. I think there's. I think there's <laughs> too much. I think there's too much for them. You know. I hope so. I really do. I just much. I would. I don't know. It would just be cool to see the Warriors win win another finals. <coughs> compared to compared to watching the Celtics win the finals, like I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum win a championship. I really wouldn't. But they're they're gonna get theirs at some point. But I well, Steph already got got four. That three. That's Steph four. needs this one. To, three. Yeah, he's got three. Steph needs this one for the uh, LeBron debate. I'm ready. You'd, to have have to have, you'd have to have it. I mean. He's had some better teams, though. Steph has had way better teams. He has, and he still doesn't have a Finals MVP. One nope. would yeah. like to point out, he got the he got the um, Magic Johnson Award for Conference Finals MVP. But I mean, honestly, you can make the debate like should that have been Andrew Wiggins? Maybe. I mean, who knows? Mm. Legacy series, okay. Uh, and just one last ice on the cake: the KD and Kyrie, um, the two teams they left two years ago. Right back in the yeah, box. thanks. So, uh, Caleb, who are you picking? Um, I was when we talked after the game. Well, I guess that was Saturday night, whatever. Um, I said Warriors in five or six. Like that's what me and Jake both said. I think now after thinking about this, the Celtics are really good defensively. And listen, you know what they say defense wins championships, and if that team was able to beat the Heat. With such great defense like that, what are they going to do to the Warriors? The Warriors will challenge them in space. Well, but if, if, if Steph can't shoot two or three nights, there's going to be some trouble. However, I do think the Warriors get it done in seven. Though. It's going to go to seven. I'd love to see a seven-game series. I'd love to see that. So that. Let's drag it out. Drag it out. Um, it's going to be the long. I, have y'all seen the schedule? Like game one is Thursday, game two is like Sunday. Like what? Yeah, it's three days, three days, two days, three days, three days, three days. The only two day break is between. Uh, it's going to be July before they finish the finals. June nineteenth. That's bogus. This is going to take like over two weeks. June nineteenth would be the last day. Um, it would really? take like exactly two weeks to finish it. Um, all right, let's dive into some football. Um, it's, a, it's like I said, it's been a while. So this happened before I went to Vegas. Uh, but the Jimbo Fitcher Nick Saban drama has got to be talked about. It's got to be catched, catched up on. Um, honestly, um, I mean, for people who don't know, you're kind of living under a rock. Basically, Nick Saban came out. Uh, I mean, not basically. I mean, he word for word said that A and M bought players that he didn't do oh, things yeah. the right way. Uh, that he did things the right way, and uh, it was at like a, a, it seemed like a booster meeting for Alabama. I know like the head coach for Alabama or for basketball was there for Alabama, Snado. So it was a thing, and it kind of seemed like a plea deal. Uh, the more and more you read about it, that Nick Saban was just like, we're gonna need this and that. But I mean, he called out Jimbo Fisher. Uh, he called out Deion Sanders, his Aflac mate, um, <laughs> and then things got ugly the next day. Um, in a press conference that Jimbo Fisher had basically saying, go dig down Nick Saban's 
uh, past. You'll find some things you don't like about them. We're done. Uh, called them, you know, prob- some you know names that sixty-year-old men call each other um, for insults. It was quite the scene. Uh, Nick Saban has came out. I don't know if it was there uh, yesterday how it was, but I, I watched the video earlier. He, he his one quote was, "I didn't say anybody did anything wrong." I just said what happened. So he's still, you know, he's, you know, trying to back up on his word a little bit. Well, it's not wrong that you did what you did, but you did what you did. Um, but nothing like some SEC football drama here in uh, in late May. Gotta absolutely love it. And I love the backtracking there. I mean, come on, you've already gone this deep into it. There's all these stories. I mean, you gotta, I mean, you gotta nut up and face the consequences, you know, like you feel me. So I don't know. Like, like I said, I think it's all a load of shit because here we're at the point where it's legal. So, you know, Nick, you know, I'm sure you don't love all this. You miss the old school, you know, come to hear you win a national championship, you know, no checks or whatever, which there probably was still some. Uh, but, you know, that time has passed. You know, we are in the NIL era. And if they want to do that, they can do that. There's nothing you can do about it. But also, I feel like this is such a perfect example. And I've said this, I've said it once, I've said it a million times. There has to be some sort of regulation on NIL so it doesn't turn into every offseason just everybody's pointing fingers saying like, oh, this person paid this guy, you know, a billion dollars and this person paid this person this, 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 you know, and it's not, you know, the NCAA as a whole needs to, you know, you know, like give it a guideline. This is this is what you can do to this. This is, you know, how much you can give this sport or whatever it is, you know. Dude, that's a can of worms right there. I just I gotta point out also before we just skid past this, Jimbo said in his press conference that Nick Saban did get slapped enough as a as a child. And oh my god, that's not a good one. What, what is this guy doing? Like he's like he beats Bama one year and <laughs> off off of a sophomore quarterback who's not even there anymore. And then you go out and pay all your players in the, in the freaking spring trying to get them to sign. They do. And then you're going to start chirping with, um, I don't know, the GOAT. I don't know where the truth lies in this. And I would assume, like, Nick Saban is too smart to say some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's literally always calculated. So I would definitely believe him over Jimbo Fisher any day of the week, no matter what they're talking about. And, I mean, just call it what it is. And I don't understand why – Jimbo, I think he's taking it as like it's a slight to the work that they do by saying, oh, you just threw money at him. You guys didn't actually go like recruit these dudes. You just gave them, set them bank accounts and told them to sign, which just like Jake said, if this is what it is, it is what it is. Just yeah. come out and say, hey, yeah, we're paying these dudes. There was an AD in the SEC that said that Texas and Texas A&M are going to need a salary cap soon for how much pay they're paying their players. Like they know this. Really? He, it was anonymous. It was anonymous, but there is an SEC AD that said they're going to need a salary cap. I mean, the $30 million NIL rumor that came out in January about Texas A&M, why would that be a lie? I mean, that makes complete <clears throat> sense why they're just going to get the number one class out of the I mean, I mean, that's another thing. It, Go ahead. I'm just saying, if anybody would be willing to donate this type of money, it would be the boosters. But I'll say this. They better damn win. They better damn win because mm-hmm. if they're donating money and they you know aren't winning, that's going to be a whole other issue. Uh, but Caleb, real quick, earlier you said that's a can of worms. Um, I don't it, really know what that means. What what does that mean? 
um, when you open a can of worms, you know, the worms, when they get out, they're kind of hard to catch, you know? So it's like uh, opening a box of crickets or something, too. So it's just something you got to – it's a big topic to tackle. Okay, all right. We're talking about the rules for NIL and what – how are they going to cap it? What are they they're going to give every team a set amount of money and salary cap and say you can't pay any player more than five million dollars a year? They're going to they're just going to stop that free market because I guess <laughs> probably already get paid near that to be at well, USC. The thing is, is also it's like no no shit that Texas A&M paid their players like you just yeah. it's just no shit like that. I feel like because well, Jimbo had the press conference what like three or four months ago too like calling out somebody on a message board. You know, saying that they did the same and he didn't do it, but it's like you obviously, you obviously did. Like it's not a, you know, no one, no one believes you when you say you didn't. Um, you don't just get that insane of a class out of nowhere off of an eight and four season. Um, it just doesn't happen at, at a program that hasn't won anything like ever. Ever. Uh, and for Nick Saban calling people out on his fan and but Nick Saban can't act like he's just like some clean guy, which is why I'm saying I feel like it's so important to think about like who was in front of him and the reports that there, there were boosters in front of him. And it was kind of just like a plea deal to like, Hey, I need more money because Nick Saban to come out here and act like he's never bought a single player on his side as well. It's just, it's comical. It's, it's, it's SEC head coaches just under the, under the fire because Georgia's the best team in the country and they can't handle it and so they start going at each other that's well, how it seems in it all this nonsense about money man like yeah i'm with you nick saban um we i know someone personally that was offered half a million dollars to go to alabama okay and this is like just uh, those are not the players that they necessarily want at the top of their list but they throw money and if nick saban are we, are we thinking about the same person probably this- probably can we get to the bottom of this real quick? <laughs> Probably. Very good, bang. Probably. That's a lot of coin. That's a lot of coin, dog. Especially when you turn it down, you know, to make mm. think what they got paid. Regardless, though, like there's multiple there's multiple accounts of payers players getting paid. It's happening. Why would Alabama out of nowhere just Nick Saban's come on? That's why he's got all them dealerships. All them dudes, you go to Alabama, they're riding around Mercedes Benz. Okay, that's what they're doing. Yep, the dealerships right nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you know that wraps up some SEC. Let's head out west. Did well, let me guys... let me say something real quick. Let me say something. Last little SEC comment before are we are we moving completely out of football? No. Oh well, fuck. Well, I'm already too far into it right now. So apparently, I've got an insider insider info right here. I'm breaking some news. Um, so apparently, Kirby has not signed his contract yet. Um, like his contract extension with the University of Georgia. And the main reason of that is he's currently trying to get uh, the uh, Georgia-Florida game moved out of Jacksonville. And he said he's not going to sign it until that's done. That's how he moved out. So Out of Jacksonville? Is he trying yeah, to home and home it? I don't know, but he said, home it's, home he said it's an unfair, he said it's an unfair uh, recruiting, like, you know, plus they get. I have it right there. <laughs> what, Florida does? <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. It says, uh, um, Seems like that hadn't mattered for a while, huh? I, mean, I don't believe that one. <laughs> well, I bet he just still wants to put it, you know, if you look at it, I would the love drive from Gainesville to Jacksonville is like an hour and like 15, 20 minutes. You know, yeah. it's not very, very bad. 
Athens is way on up there. I mean, it's a that's a that's a hike. It would be something if they moved it. Just moved it to like What's Mobile, up? Alabama. That'd be that'd be cool. Um, what if they did it in like Moultrie, Moultrie, Georgia, just in the middle of nowhere? They had the Georgia Florida game. Go to the four seven eight. Bring the game. Let's go. Yep. Run it. Put it in the pit. Put it in Mercer. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that's wild. That's wild. I mean, I still need to go to Georgia Florida game in Jacksonville before they move it. Um, see y'all next but, year. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but we'll go out west. Um, the Pac-12. Did you guys see where the Pac-12 is no longer doing uh their championship by division? They're doing it by the team with the highest, the two teams with the highest winning percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not even. I guess if you now I don't I don't I didn't even read this. I don't know if I read this. Uh, is are they just talking about in the conference or overall? Yeah, and they're they all, highest so winning percentage in the conference. There's no division no more. They're putting whoever they. I mean, you're still gonna play your people like near you. I think you're still gonna play in your division. And you'll have like two or three, you know, outside division games or whatever. But yeah, if USC and Arizona, which they're both in the South or whatever it's called, if they both finish ten and two and they're the best teams, they go even if they're in the same conference. They're just the Pac-12 has got to do anything to get into the playoff at this point, yeah. dude. Like, throwing they, yeah, that's that's insane. That I want to say, did that was it the Big Ten? Did they not do that? Uh, like, Big Ten is looking at doing it. I think the Mountain West did it as well. I think I remember. I think I just remember on like NCA or something, like seeing where it was done, where it was just one like team in conference, and it's you know the top team wins. It's one of the smallest, um, like Mountain West or like a whack or something like that. It is something. And then what about? Have you guys read these? I've seen this report. I haven't really read into it. This SEC only playoff that they're they apparently discussing. No, I've not seen anything about that. What's that? I mean, I mean, I just heard that that's like supposed to be discussed at, at league meetings. Um, that the SEC is trying to like create their own playoff, I guess. And I heard like the Big Ten was in on it too. Like that, it was basically like just the start of a branching out into their own thing. But I feel like it wouldn't be as fun um, if you only had like took a peat against like fourteen other teams. But yeah, I wouldn't want that. It feels um, every year it's the same teams. Yeah, so I don't know. That was that that was talked about. Um, the NFL, there was a report or Aaron Donald went on the uh, I Am Athlete show podcast, whatever it is now, and um, basically said, you know, he's he's waiting on an extension, doesn't really need to play football anymore, um, but you know, he's happy retiring. Um, and I'm pretty sure he said, yeah, if, if he doesn't like get an extension soon, he will retire. Um, which, if you're a Rams fan, probably not the best news you want to hear, you know, as we get into the summer months leading up to the season. Um, you just, if you're a Rams fan, are you, do you, are you, is you where's your worry meter? I mean, that's got to push it, you know, close to, yeah, about an 11, not a 10, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a pretty big deal. You know, even when the Rams weren't like Super Bowl champion Rams, they still had Aaron Donald. There were some years in there where he was basically all they had on defense until they were able to build up around him. So, I don't know, that'd be tough. That'd be a tough loss. There's no question about it. Um, yeah. Especially when they're not 
when the Rams are not capable of paying him the money that he would get now, like today's market, like Aaron Donald's a whatever he gets, he's going to set the market. And the market's at what, 30, $32 million right now? You tell me he wouldn't get 35 as a D lineman? Like, he can get whatever the hell he wants. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And then is he going to try and get locked down for four or five years and fully guarantee the deal? I mean, that's what guys are doing. If I'm the Rams, if I'm the Rams, it's hard to say this, but if I'm the Rams, you can't pay him. Like, you just can't, or you just got to cut somebody else. He's a force. He's great. I mean, he's probably pound for pound the best football player in the league. Okay. But he's what, 32? I mean, and you're going to pay him $40 a year? He doesn't need this. You know, that's the thing. It's like you get some of these, like the best players of all time. Look at, you know, obviously there's the two ones that jump off the, you know, the page are Calvin Johnson and, um, and Barry Sanders, but they don't, they don't need this game. You know, they've, they've got enough money off, you know, the game off of endorsements, you know, they're, they're fine to sit back and chill. If if the offer, if the offer is not good enough, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I imagine Aaron Donald's probably grossed like 200, a quarter of a billion dollars since he's been in the league easy. And if he gets another contract, he'll, he'll crouch up there really quick, especially you talk about somebody that's all endorsed, but it's so funny. Like, 11 years, 12 years in the league, you win a Super Bowl, you made a lot of money, You that's it. Like, guys, just like you said, it's a new age where – and that's what makes Brady such a relic. Like, he still wants to go get after it. And he's – what is he, 15, 14 years older than Aaron Donald? Yeah, I mean, 15 years, yeah. Craziness. But, yeah, if you're the Rams, you're worried because it's this doesn't it's not going to work out money-wise for the team. Um, did we, we haven't talked since the, uh, schedule releases came out. Mm. Yeah. There's Night some one back Bills, now. Rams. I mean, my biggest takeaway of it was the Falcons don't have a single fucking primetime game. It's just tough. Cause y'all still got one. Wait, did he did? Well, what is yeah. it? Thursday night against the Panthers. Ooh. That's right. Yeah. Like week There's nine. That's gonna be right at the part of the season where it gets hard to watch. It's like, mm. okay. But it's a game; it's a winnable game. Oh yeah, the Falcons have a winnable, winnable season. Uh, and once we break out these red helmets tomorrow, um, we're gonna go like on a seventeen and 16 and one, fifteen two, somewhere like that. That's, and then there was the uh, I sent it some so you some of y'all last week, and it was where the Saints. Uh, Saints minus four has 99% of the money um, in week one already for the Saints-Falcons matchup, which means Falcons are a, a lock to cover. Well, apparently, uh, Jameis Winston is walking around with a limp, so... Probably his uh, gun walk. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks. After the game. But shit, I was trying to think, who was the Saints backup? Taysom Hill. Uh, it's Taysom Hill, and they just drafted uh, what you call it? Oh man, oh, they just drafted him. What's going on here? Um, I don't remember them drafting anybody. Um, I could have sworn they, they drafted could... Matt Corral, maybe. No, no. the Panthers. No, 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 no,
If uh, in other NFL news, while uh, Jake does the research, did, you, I, did y'all Andy see Dalton? The, they have Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. That's that's what that's what the tweet said. It was like, man, Andy Dalton's gonna be seen up week one. Like, come on, give me the Falcons against Andy Dalton. <laughs> that was the point I was trying to get to. Sorry. Last year, apparently. My, go ahead. I was about to just say my name recall has been so bad here. Like in the last like couple months, I've like realized. If I have to pull somebody's name up that's not like in my general area or like that I've known for the majority of my life, it gets tough. It gets tough. <laughs> concussions. Maybe so, just undiagnosed concussions all these years. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of injuries, though, Trey Lance apparently, I don't know if y'all saw this, apparently he played last year with a broken finger and and just was like that was the issue the whole time. So, uh, we, you know, they're still Jimmy G still residing in San Francisco. I mean, they got a, a, they got yeah, a, what two- a situation that was just, I mean, it was so funny too, like in the whole playoff run, how it was just that like every game and the way that it was broadcast, it was like this, you know, this is his last year here and, you know, he'll be gone and you know, he's just still there because, you know. Matt does Colts one and Matt Ryan over uh, Jimmy G, which by the way, yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys saw the NFL's uh, like Instagram post today um, with the Stranger Things and like NFL matchup where it's like the uh, the NFL is looking a lot upside down this year and it was all the new guys on new teams, but uh, Matt Ryan was in it, so I was just thinking about that. But um, so man, have- schedule release, yeah, it came out. Um, and that just means we're another day closer to our first uh, preview pod of the season. Can't wait. Uh, where we just lock in picks and we get ready on a new year. Uh, when you really think about it, all we have left is the summer, and we and we'll and we're at, we're at football. That's all there we're is. We're in left. hot boy. We're in hot boy summer now, and we just gotta you know wear it down to get through this, and then boys, we're here. Then boom, just like that, it's football season again. Yeah. yeah. If you need a quick fix beforehand, you know, the USFL is about to kick off their playoffs in Canton, Ohio. Oh, yeah? They're playing yeah. at the Hall of Fame game? Yeah, the stadium. Wow. Yeah. Mm, That's cool. Good. It'll probably help them get some fans because they ain't got none that show up in the games they play now. Only people uh, I can imagine to- Canton, yeah. Ohio is going to have many. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it is the birthplace yeah. of football. Yeah, those people just love football out there, you know? Um, wasn't it? All right, catching up on some baseball real quick. Braves are just it seems like the Braves are in the same situation they were in last year. Just they're just hovering, you know, two three games under five hundred. Um, shout out to Austin Riley. Said a few home runs, won me some money. Um, yeah, but, but he sucked. I mean, like, come on, dude. So I saw a stat, um, <laughs> dude. Austin Riley and Matt Olson, both of them, both of them. I want y'all to guess how many hits they have with runners at second and third this year. Both of them combined. Combined. Ten. Gail, do you got a guess? Fifteen. Zero. They don't have a single hit with runners at second and at second and third. All the RBIs are bombs? It's yes. Or if a runner's at second or at third, you know, it's like a like a select thing and they're but they're batting like 119 together 
with runners in scoring position. But in that situation where they're second, third, not a single hit, it's terrible. Um, and I don't know. Because I, I just think the Braves will go as far as Matt Olson and, uh, and Austin Riley take him. They need those. Got to have those bats. Got to have those bats. And especially, dude, Matt Olson just drops just a can of worms. I almost said can of worms. A can of corn in uh, the infield the other night. You know, it's just uh, this team's frustrating. This team's frustrating. Michael Harris looks good. You know, he's got up there. He's not really hitting very well, but he's got a good glove. Um, there's positives and negatives with the Bravos right now. Still really waiting on Acuna to come all the way back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I th- I'm tired of this damn baby in a man. Like, come on. Like, he's back. He's good. Play him. Play him. I'm tired of, you know, they're saying, like, oh, um, he running on turf. Like, okay, this isn't the 1970s and you're playing on Astro turf. This turf is like real grass. Okay. It might be even better for your ligaments. <laughs> so put him out there, damn it. With you. Uh, yeah. Grind troubles. I mean, um, Baseball, just, um, you know, well, they're like 60 games through the season at this point. Um, I just want to put out um, my uh, 60 games through the season futures. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels. I really like the value we're getting there. Uh, plus 1,000. Uh, to win the World Series? The World Series. Um, I'm an AL. Just want, to, just want to throw that out there. Um, and my NL... Uh, will be the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, which is like, I don't know the odds, but probably like minus 200. Uh, So they're good. There we go. Baseball, catching up on baseball. It's summertime and it's about to be all we've got. So um, I'm sure some of these deep shot podcasts will get pretty involved. I'm probably going to start throwing just a lot of money down on baseball to. Let's be a baseball pod, man. We can do that. I'm here for that. We absolutely can do that. One more. Hey, if y'all want to start being a baseball pod right now, there's another topic that we're brushing over. Tommy uh, Pham versus Jock Peterson. Oh, yeah. Wow, to talk about that. But, you know, when you really think about that, that all goes back down to football. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, it's all fantasy football. Uh, that um, was wild. That was um, just the way, like, interesting. The, the way Jock, like, talked to the media about it. And what was it? Like, he he he, he, put, he, like, he had put, a player get was out. He took him to the hour picked up a guy and played him and it's so, like he didn't have to drop anybody i guess i guess that's the issue but that's such like a who gives a shit about that such like a basic tommy thing to fans, do in fantasy if football. tommy yeah it's basic strategy if tommy fans actually that mad about it you can we can take two things we can deduct two answers out of this situation number one tommy fam sucks at fantasy football if he doesn't already know how to do that and two he's a he's a beta pussy ass you know bitch or there's just a lot of money online. But why would he still care? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's don't just know. my thing. Is I go back and like, what rule is he breaking? But then, so he sent that gif. Um, Garrison, have you seen the gif that uh, Jock Peterson sent in the group that Tom Pham got pissed off about? Uh-uh. So it's, it's like three guys like doing like, they have like a bag of like semen or something. I don't know what it is. And they're like, you know, doing like rocking underneath and throwing it over the top of their heads, like behind them. And there's three of them, and one of them says L.A. Dodgers, one of them says San Francisco, like uh, Giants, and the other one was San Diego Padres. And the uh, the Dodgers and the Giants guys just, you know, throw it back there all like normal, but the Padres person throws it straight up in there, and it hits him in the head, and he falls down. 
And he sends that gift to Tommy Famine. Apparently that pissed him off too. So yeah, there's a whole plethora of issues going on between them two. But the fact that he slapped him before a dang baseball game, that's just nuts. Yeah. Do you see the video of it? I scratched. I couldn't find an actual video of the fight. I found found the video. It's like somebody from the dugout. And yeah, he slapped him. Can you see it? He popped him, yeah. He slapped him pretty hard. Yeah, he got him pretty good. Wasn't he he reared good. back on his ass. Fucking Jock Peterson, dude. If he was in Atlanta, he doesn't get slapped. Yeah, facts. Honestly. Um, um, dude, I've hated Tommy Fan for a little bit now. So, you know, going back to last year, he had like a he got like twelve total bases in a game last year, and that was one of the tops now moments in MLB the show. And it took forever, and I just hated playing with Tommy Fan. Uh, so. Yeah, it's been it's been fuck Tommy Fam for a minute now, honestly. Fuck Tommy Fam. All right, let's finish the uh, the show up. A draft of head coaches you would want to get in a bar fight with. So I think we can, you know, the oh. NFL and the NBA. I guess you can. I, I, let's keep it professional. I I, I don't say I think we should go. No, no, no. There's gonna be college. All right, all right. You can keep it. All right. You I can think just open it up. All right. Open it up. I would assume no one's really going to pick a baseball manager. Um, no, I'm good. I don't really think that would be the best technique. Um, I'm So, yeah, I'm going to be honest. That's our last pod. I never tweeted out the draft of animals. Um, just kind of slipped my mind. Like I said, it was living life out in Vegas and, you know, just never really thought to tweet out. A, can we a just draft. assume that I won? I don't even remember what How we had. Two draft one right here. Uh, but uh, let's see. I would have. I well, I'm one this time. Yeah. No, I was first last time. So I'm three. No, you were get, third last. I was or two. No, I had first pick. Did I? Yeah. I guess not. I guess not. I mean, I believe you. All right. So where All am right. I? Two. I'm going off of two drafts Am-I- ago because it was Jake, Caleb, me. So now it would be me, you, Caleb. Okay, one, two, three. All right, I'm at two. I like that. All right. So head coaches, you want to get in a bar fight with? I feel like this is an easy one-one. I do too, and I think I was hoping that you wouldn't think it's easy, but I feel like you. I'm gonna go Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Head coach Tennessee Titans. I mean, former Patriots linebacker. I feel like it's easy. Like, I mean, it seems like the toughest head coach in the NFL. Um, Jake seems pretty surprised. That I guess that wasn't what he was going. Well, with. I'm. I was. I thought we were both thinking in a different direction, honestly. Uh, but I think that's a great pick. I think Vrabel is right up there. He probably is one one. He probably is. All right. Um, uh, so, Jake, you're number two. It's, I'm gonna go Coach O at Orgeron. I mean, oh. come on. Don't want it. You don't want him battling out with Saji. I mean, that would be awesome, dude. dude that's that's who I thought you were going. I thought you were going. That is nice. I didn't think about Coach O. Mm. The video Coach O uh, scaring us dudes at the uh, fucking in like Mexico. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That that one's hilarious. Coach O, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I wasn't even totally was not on my radar right there. Dude, he's a solid dude, man. <laughs> Um, you guys took the two really, really good ones right here. Honestly, I mean, like, 
I was thinking Braves all the way, but for number one, um, hmm. There's not really any buff head coaches in the NFL outside of Raves, though. You know, like everybody else, pretty kind of wimpy. So you need somebody that's got a little grit to him. And mm-hmm. you know, I just got a. I think. I just got a feeling. I'm just gonna go with Mario Cristobal at Miami. That dude's mm-hmm. jacked, man. I think he'd I like be Mario. Pretty, yeah, I think he'd be pretty tough in a scrap. Hell yeah. All right, we'll bring it back around. Uh, I'm going to get behind it. I mean, that dude's a mammoth. Who? Matt Patricia. Mm. Okay, I like Matt Patricia. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. That's my grandma's name. One of my grandmas on my mom's side is named Patricia. um, Patricia's my mom. Okay, so. Hold on. I'm making a pick audible. There's an obvious choice here. It's Dan Campbell for the mm-hmm. Lions. Man, Campbell. Oh, he was- man. Yeah. Damn. Nice. That's oh, wow. That is a really good pick. Um, okay, well, I wasn't going to go with uh, Patricia either, but I'm going to go John Gruden. Mm. It's a mean man. Yeah, he is. It's a mean man. And you don't want to see him mad. You go back and you watch Gruden QB camp. And he gets fired up at some of these guys. It's good to see. It's it's good. And then you watch. And you go back and watch Hard Talks, man. The shit he says to these guys, it sounds like he's, you know, talking to 14-year-olds. <laughs> uh, he definitely has some pent-up aggression towards the NFL. And we can just get him to take it out of somebody. You can just be like, hey, that guy, that that's the guy who told that, uh, that told Roger Goodell that you said the N-word. And then he'll get all mad. Thank you. That is what a take. Um, all right, I'm going with Mike Tomlin. For Mike obvious Tomlin, I mean, he's a player's coach. You know, he's got <laughs> he's got everything you need. He's he's <laughs> in Pittsburgh, just the tough city of Pittsburgh. I mean, if you want tough, you're you're getting that out of Mike Tomlin. I mean, there's just no way around it. Um, and then to wrap it up, uh, man, okay, that threw me off. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Greg Schiano. Tough guy, man. He's tough, tough dude. guy. Tough guy. You talk about tough. I mean, you talk about gritty and nasty. You talk about Greg Schiano. I mean, head coach of Rutgers football. Legend. Mm. Bringing it back to me. Okay, I'm going to go Brian Flores. Mm, I thought about Brian Flores. I bet Brian Flores can lay a mean right hook. You know, <laughs> he's, he's a pretty big guy, and I bet he's got some power in there. Former player, I'm pretty sure. You know, yeah, yeah. He hits hard. He hits hard. Mm. Oh, I have an awesome three. You already have your three? Yeah. You already have your three? I know, that's what I'm saying. I have an awesome oh, three. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so I'm the last pick, right? So nobody else is picking? Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm down to two, and it's between Luke Fickle 
who, if you know anything about Luke Fickle, this guy was a stud, okay? Dude's like a state champ wrestler, strength coach. I mean, he's he's pretty stacked, all right? Or Riverboat Ron Rivera. I think nah, that dude. I was. Yeah, I thought he, about Ron Rivera. But he's got cancer, or did. That's true. You know, Luke weak. Fickle's in great shape. Mm. Can I yep. can I make an audible? Can I make an audible <laughs> on my last pick? It's none of the people you said. It's none of the people you said. It's gonna be a clean, just take it out and I just insert it. Right. You did it. Can I do it? Yeah. All right. Go Mike Gundy. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm 40. He said that. You remember that? He said that? Yeah, Mike Gundy. That. Okay. Yeah, on something in there just like lit, just lit the light bulb, and I was like, Mike Gundy. Okay, now my three definitely can't lose. Still rocking the mullet. You took out Brian Flores for Mike Gundy. I yeah. took him. No, I took him out for David Steed because <laughs> I will tell you one thing, dude. I've never seen David Steed and Mike Gundy, Mike Gundy in the, the same, same room at the same time. They look exactly alike. It's <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. All right, Caleb, finish it off. <laughs> Whoa, what? That just, I don't know. This the, the fact that Ryan's dad looks like Mike Gundy has always been funny to me. It just <laughs> <laughs> very ironically. Mm. Ooh, also another name to throw in the hat right here for the last pick. Brett Bilmos needs to be... Uh, Needs to be mentioned here, but I'm gonna go Luke Fickle, man. That dude's in uh, great shape. I like Luke Fickle. I just think, well, who was the guy you said? Uh, Garden Rivera. They, 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 the other guys, they're just kind of fat. You know, you need somebody who's you know got some build to them, but it's more you know solid. Mm-hmm. Um, some honorable mentions. Um, Lovey Smith. Massive. Lovey Smith would damn die. Um, I mean, Sean McVay. Sean McVay's a little fight. Cage out. McVay'd be sneaky. He'd probably bring a knife to the fight. Yeah, McVay. Know, McVay's a McVay's a little guy, but I bet he's quick. I bet he's got really yeah. good Yeah, he played in the option, man. You kidding me? He's the state player of the year over Calvin Johnson. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's got some moves in there. Yeah, he went to what? He went to Marist, right? Mm-hmm. What about uh? What about, some NBA, like, what about some NBA head coaches? You think uh, you throw uh, Eric Spolstra in there? What about Big well, Nate? Dibs. Dibs oh, would have been a great pick, dude. I get a fight with Dibs. We just kind of yeah. kept it just to football. Yeah, we're toughest guys. Tough yeah, guys. True. I'm no toughness in NBA anymore. Now, Tibbs might be, you know. He might be tougher than all those football coaches combined. I mean, honestly, he he, he honestly might be, and that's I'm <laughs> not even joking. Um, Kirby Smart. Hmm. I mean, you former that, athlete. You see that vert? Yeah, he's but he's just short, and I don't know. I think his athletic days are behind him. He can't jump still high. He can't yeah. still jump high. All right. Um, have um, a couple? I want to. Have we talked about Brady's TV deal that he got? Have we talked about that? I don't know. I doubt it. I listened to our last episode 
like last week's, and I don't think we talked about it, so I'm gonna say no. Well, if you live on a rock, ten years, three hundred seventy-five million dollars to call games. Yeah, while uh, while Greg Olson is just like sitting there, knowing like he's the, gonna get, no, he's gonna get the call like maybe a year or two of like really big games before they send them right back down to second tier. Just gotta. Sad. No. Yeah, but you gotta understand, you know, when you're Greg Olson and he's Tom Brady, you're gonna be like, okay, who's gonna get the bigger pool? You know, yeah. Tom Brady or Greg Olson, you know, there's no really question on that. Just wait till yeah. Peyton Manning gets in there. Yeah. Speaking of Brady, y'all got predictions for the match tomorrow? Oh, oh yeah. tomorrow. Let's go. Uh, uh I think Rogers and Brady smoke them. I think so too. I think you it's think? gonna be far and away. Three strokes. That's pretty strokes. good at golf then. Who? Josh Allen? Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen are both really good at golf. Well, I, I trust in Brady and Rodgers. Too young. So. Too young. Gonna get in, they're going to get in their heads too much. Mm-hmm. Facts. Is this like, when are they Probably doing like, it? Tomorrow at like, like 6 o'clock or something. Yeah, it's late. Nice. Okay, sweet. So that's what I could do tomorrow night. Awesome. Get some wings or something. Watch the match. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Throw a bankroll on it. Oh uh, no! I'm actually I'm gonna play golf tomorrow. Damn it! Damn it! Fuck. Can record it out there. Let's see what the bet nods are. Watch some golf while you're playing golf. Yeah, let's better than that. Uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are minus one seventy-five. Wow! Wow! Let's go with the uh, plus right there. Lock of the week. Lock of the week. Tom Brady. And Aaron Rodgers in the match. Take a minus one and a half, one and a half if they do. Uh, if they do, what's it called? Oh, what's that called match play. Mm-hmm. Yep. So take a minus one and a half. Any last words? Um. Yeah. Not that much, dude. I will say, man. So two times this while well, while we were home, while I was home for Memorial Day, uh, me and Caleb we were playing golf with Brett, and we came across. Oh, Andrew Cherry called us over there. It's like, hey, man, y'all got to you know, keep it up with the pod. And then literally the next night, we were sitting there at Stevens, and Stephen made a comment, and he was like, calling back literally a scene like from the last episode of the pod. I yeah. had no idea what he was talking about. I had absolutely no he idea. He sent me like, a when Caleb, message about something. What was it? Uh, what he was, was like, it? when Caleb said this, it was about the bald eagle. And uh, he said, when Caleb said this, man, maybe down left. And I was like, yeah. And I just didn't remember it. So, I mean, I don't know. That feels good. You know, there, there are people out there watching and listening. Yeah, there so. is. There's, there's people listening. I mean, we, we're, we're changing lives. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One part at a time. We're doing what we can. Sorry we yeah. can't do more. Mm-hmm. We're trying. So, uh, just wait till football season. You won't you won't be able to miss us. We'll be there. Well, you're right. going to have too much of us. You're going to be like, good Lord, like, Wes, yeah. Garrison, Caleb, and Jake. Really? <laughs> um. All right, Deep Shot Podcast, episode 82. Sign out. Love you guys.